doesn't want fried dough with sugar? It's the best. I mean, I can get that without having to go to a sad Yeah, but it's fair. not the same and gross. <laughs> oh, oh, new game. It's fun. It's positive. I feel like you guys are tricking me into saying <laughs> negative things now. What's the new game? I have a new game. I have a new game. We put Heath in worse and worse situations where there is funnel cake. <laughs> and see when he notices. Like, he's in the death camps at Auschwitz, no. but there's funnel cake, and he's like, what are you talking about? We got beds. We got funnel cake. Everyone's looking really cut. It's <laughs> oh God. God awful movie. 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 Welcome back to the Gamcast, where each week we sample another selection from Christian cinema, or Eli will release the photographs. I'm your host, No Illusions, and sitting 700 miles to my immediate left is my good friend Heath Enright. Heath, welcome back. Thanks, Noah. So, you know who wants to fuck a stuffed animal shark? <laughs> I do, actually. Uh, lots of people don't be a bigot, is the answer. And that includes most of the people in this movie. Oh, like, yeah. Abs- if this entire yeah. cast met each other at a shark furry event, this all makes so much more goddamn sense. No kidding. All right, all right. So, we've got an origin story down pat. And, of course, <laughs> sitting 900 miles to my northeast is my bad friend, Eli Bosnick. Eli, how are you this fine afternoon, sir? Uh, I was okay until Heath went ahead and insulted our furry community <laughs> listeners. I don't know what they did to you. In what way did I insult them? I don't feel like you that said was an insult. They were associated like... with this film. Oh, well, that's true. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I Even the Vegas. very much. <laughs> delightful film. Delightful community. All right. So tell us, Heath, what did you enjoy? We watched Shark Exorcist. It's the story of making a three-hour porn movie, um, mostly vomit porn, Cutting it into uh, down to like 11 minutes of not porn and then adding an hour of establishing shots to get a nice tight 71 minute feature <laughs> film. Counting Plus, the credits. Um, a shark, sort of. I don't know. There's sort a shark of. Too. Yeah, that's that's overstating it, I feel. Technically, technically there is a shark, but we'll get there. And Eli, how bad was this movie? Well, if you love the swinger slash tanning bed community of New Jersey but you wish they had a Do. beacon of cinema, Do. you will love this movie. I, <laughs> by your definition, I should have loved this movie. I don't, I feel like if you, <laughs> if you switch out New Jersey for Tennessee, maybe that explains it a little bit better, but yes. <laughs> it's like a retirement home in Hoboken made a movie. <laughs> Retroactively. Yeah. All right. So is there anything you guys want to nominate this one for being the best at being the worst at? Yeah. I'm going to go with best worst shark. Um, <laughs> yeah. shark movie, technically. There's a CGI shark that was made on, like, a TI-82 graphing calculator. <laughs> it does something in the movie. It's it's in the title of the movie. I, I don't really know what happened. No. Like, genuinely, no idea. There's an exorcist, but shark never gets exercised, so. No, and a shark is not. Um, an exorcist, yeah. The shark's not the exorcist, nor does it become exorcist. So I'm going to add one more best worst, best worst title. <laughs> Again, <laughs> there's a shark and an exorcist, but they never even interact. No. They, they're just well, like, they just took two unrelated nouns in the movie and made it fucking tight. <laughs> well, there is an interaction at the end there. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. But yeah, it's kind of an off screen one. Well, Heath, you already alluded to mine, but I'm going to go with best worst. What the fuck do you mean that's only 48 minutes? 
<laughs> but there are so many scenes, especially like at the end of this movie. So you could tell like everything was already edited and they didn't want to go back and add shit to the middle and change the soundtrack or whatever. Um, So it all comes at the very end where they desperately try to get to feature length so they can sell it on Amazon. It's it's quite wonderful. I will postulate this. The post credit scene of this movie is longer than 80% of the movies yeah. was that we so have watched. Long. I was so confused. It's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, we're going to start confused and we're going to end confused today, it's like folks. like weird poetry that somebody's reading you, and it's, <laughs> but it's a movie. God. So I am going to go with best, best actor bios. Really? So, um, yeah, Shark Exorcist is, I'm going to go ahead and say, Bit of a passion project from power couple <laughs> Angelo and Bobby Karasix. I don't that's, that's how it's spelled. It doesn't. It really doesn't matter. Nope. Their bios on this movie are, it's got their, ne where they grew up, the jobs they had that weren't related to college, things that Morgan Freeman <laughs> offhandedly said to them one time. You, it's too much for me to read on the air. They are incredible. It's it's like her mom's trying to get me to date her. Yes. <laughs> All really right. Is. Double shift at TGI Fridays. <laughs> it was okay. <laughs> I turned a few tables early in the lunch shift, so that worked out. But then I got cut kind of early, so that canceled it. I don't know. I couldn't buy that much Coke that day. It was kind of a pain in the ass. <laughs> Now I'm an actress. <laughs> All right. Well, the sooner we get through this, the sooner I can forget that I've watched a movie called Shark Exorcist. So we're going to keep the break brief. And when we come back, we'll dive into all the half-assed excuses this director came up with to see his lady friends in bikinis that are sh Shark Exorcist. Hey, Beb, get in here. Oh, my God. Get in what? here. What? Just, just get in here. Oh, my God. What? Check this out. What? It's your shark screensaver. I've seen it. Yeah. Yeah. But, but check this out. It's. It's got a Halloween version. Ew, that's gross. Right? Right? So, you know what I'm thinking, right? Oh, my God. You want to fight your dad again? No. Yeah. Well, no, no. But just right now, I'm thinking we should, like, make a movie about this. This screensaver. Wait a second. You want to make a movie about your Halloween screensaver? About a Halloween screensaver. Yeah. You, you just saw it. It's awesome. Babe. That is an awesome idea. Right, yes, right? Right? Ah. Oh, you look so fucking hot right now. I'm 50. So am I. <laughs> a medium hard. And we're back for the breakdown. And to give you an idea just how bad a movie we're dealing with, this one's going to start sucking in the logos. Right? Yeah. Suicidal Productions has a razor blade for a logo accompanied by a woman's scream. G gonna go ahead and give it best worst logo. <laughs> yeah. Fair. Well, and also, how about best worst fucking exposition, right? So we start off with this nun walking through a graveyard, and then there's a radio telling us who this character is. It's not a radio that's, like, in the scene. Yeah. Right, but even if it was, that would be somebody who brought a radio to a cemetery yeah. to listen to local news. <laughs> listening to radio with grandma, and... And the radio says that, like, the nun murdered 13 kids, which is super unrealistic. There's no way anyone would care if a nun murdered 13 kids. Watch Netflix. Come on. 
Yeah, and it says, like, it's like, uh, she also tortured people. I'm like, well, the word nun really encompasses that, I feel like. That's <laughs> part of their thing. I wanted her to just walk over and smash the radio and be like, it's not about me. I know that sounds a lot very detailed as I have a knife that you can see under my thing, but that's not about me. All right. All right. Well, I feel like it's definitely about you now. So now the crazy murdering nun walks to the waterfront of this lake and she like starts talking about how the world will taste her vengeance. And just then a blonde chick shows up to call her a bitch. Well, just then or well, way too long after that <laughs> so that we get to watch the non-actress be like foot tapping, yes. looking back. Oh, no, all right. She, wow, she's still fucking far away. Taste my vengeance. God. I'm very sweaty. Do not hit, just can, this is the worst. This is black. Yeah, so eventually, though, this character catches up with her and says, I know who you are. I know what you did. And then the nun stabs her right in the pillowcase full of blood. (laughs) (laughs) And that fake blood ruined her top. And this actress, this now supposed to be dead actress, is livid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's the best. The nun, she's like, yeah, going to stab you with this. (laughs) <laughs> fucking industrial chainsaw that I had in my pocket <laughs> and douse you with this bucket of blood. I was chumming over here. <laughs> now I'm going to use that on you. Well, and then we get possibly the best part of the movie because the nun is supposed to drag this chick to the water, but she doesn't have the physical strength to do it. So they just keep zooming in on the body being repeatedly tugged as though we're not going to catch that it isn't going anywhere. <laughs> Hey, ah, uh, come on. Weird radio guy with the local news that grieves <laughs> like that. You fucking weirdo. Give me a hand with Get this. Get the legs. This come on, asshole. Get the legs. It's unrelated. I know you're still listening. I, ju- I found her like this. I'm dragging her <laughs> to the water. I'm a nun. Trust me. Also, that means that there is cut footage somewhere that we could possibly buy or find of this actress going, <laughs> <laughs> Amber, can you push yourself with your arms? No, I'm fucking dead. All right. Well, then let's just cut to like right by the water. Yeah. People are hard to drag this movie. (laughs) So, yeah. So she throws the the stab chick into the water. And I guess that's her sacrifice. She calls upon Satan to send her an Avenger. Oh, and how awesome would it be if Tony Stark just burst out of the water and beat the shit out of her? Come on. Hawkeye shows up. She's like, oh, hey. Oh, I was hoping for an A-lister. You're just an arrow guy? (laughs) No, this is is good. This is evenly matched. I have a weapon. You have a weapon. We're both people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, but then she just finally rolls the the dead body into the water. Mm -hmm. And then we get to watch the actress who's supposed to be floating dead make a whole bunch of swimming motions. Yeah. She's doing backstroke and switching to breath. It's over the top. So ridiculous. All right. So then we get the credits. We see for the first time, of course, Eli's already exposed this, but we see that we have a husband and wife team in the leading roles, just like in good movies. Just like the Scorsese's. <laughs> All right. So now we jump to one year later because apparently it takes about a year for demonic shark curses to really take effect. There's a cue. It's like donating a kidney. It's a whole thing. Yeah, exactly. So now we're going to meet three gals that are all driving together. This is Emily, Lauren, and Allie. 
Uh, Lauren is the bitchy one. Emily and Allie are the other ones. Yeah, it's impossible. I I just waited. I was like, okay, Noah apparently has identifiers for these characters. That's way above my fucking pay grade. The other two are Heath. Great. I almost gave this movie best worst idle chatter. Because they've got to fill, I don't know, six seconds of car driving time. And like the second line is, I don't know. I like a car without air conditioning. (laughs) (laughs) Well, then the conversation goes south, right? Because the one chick says, where are we going? And I was like, wow, you've been in the car for two hours. You think that would have come up? (laughs) She goes, we're going to the lake. She's like, well, it better be an awesome water park. And she's like, no, it's a fucking lake, man. Did you hear the word I said? (laughs) Also, just want to be clear about this. This shark movie is going to be set at a lake. Yes. It's Lake Shark. (laughs) Couldn't quite get the funds together to drive to the ocean. Yeah, from Tennessee, (laughs) where they filmed this. All right, so they get to the lake. One in three, that's the bitchy one, and other one, one, uh, walk off to work on their tans. Uh, Well, number two, Allie calls her boyfriend. Now, well, she presses the number four. (laughs) So if her boyfriend's number is four, she calls her boyfriend. (laughs) Well, what's hilarious is she's supposed to be talking to his voicemail, but she's so fucking stupid that she still leaves pauses in it as though it was a fake phone call. <laughs> right. And she didn't even have time to get to the voicemail. It was just like, why aren't you picking up? Call me when you get this message that I'm leaving while the phone is clearly still ringing. It's so dumb. <laughs> All right, so then we cut back over to the other two girls, and they have some more of this great idle chatter. The are you good at listening? line there you're not the best listener yes i am oh yeah what color is my swimsuit and i wanted her so badly to just be like um i don't hear colors (laughs) what the fuck was that do you want to talk about synesthesia i don't think you know that word there's no way you know to be fair though this this scene is very important because I clipped it and I sent it to everyone who's ever told me I should watch the Gilmore Girls because that's what the Gilmore Girls sounds like to me. <laughs> it's just this scene over and over again. <laughs> All right. So, it is. So, <laughs> I love that show. So now Allie, the, the girl who was on the phone with her boyfriend's voicemail, goes out to swim And uh uh-oh, here comes Demon Shark. Now, they do this about five fucking times because they've got like these two shots of Demon Shark, right? Him him turning left and then the mirror image version of that. Him turning left and then flip screen. (laughs) Fuck, two shots for the price of one. (laughs) Exactly, right. Can he swim upside down? tattoo's written backwards now. Why did the shark have a tattoo? We drew this. (laughs) But what I love is everything, because they can't show the shark attacking someone So every time they have to have a shark attack somebody, they're doing a parallel edit between the shark and the person. But the person is always being attacked well before the shark gets there, right? Hey, Noah, KKK (laughs) McJohnson, the guy who invented cinema, he would prefer you not call this a parallel edit. (laughs) (laughs) D.W. Griffith is embarrassed. That's bad, (laughs) y'all. D.W. Griffith is like, all right, come on. (laughs) <laughs> Think about the effects of your art. <laughs> so. 
but the CGI is so rough too. Oh. It's like they're like, yeah. So what if we CGI a green screen and uh, then we CGI a shark in front of the CGI <laughs> green screen? Does this make sense? Did they sense? Did they CGI a claymation shark? What happened here? Hold on, <laughs> I got it. We put green dye in the water. <laughs> That's the screen now, and we put a. Commodore down there. No, that, uh, I need no. a lot of Kool Aid to the Costco. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but so Allie gets attacked. Her friends rush out to get her. She's clearly been bitten on the inner jaw. I think I do. <laughs> blood everywhere. No wound. Yeah. Oh, did it? Did a demon shark splash you with cranberry juice? <laughs> Did, did a shark with lots of makeup kiss you on the leg? Because that's what that looks like. Why do they keep zooming back down to that clear just pile of blood wax with no wound on it? <laughs> I think they were really proud because they saw like a fossil of a megalodon and they were like, that would be the shape of this red wax, I guess. Right. Just like that. <laughs> but a little bit smaller. And they made that ridiculous kissy mark shape. Yeah. <sighs> All right, so now we cut to a hospital that they clearly were not allowed to film at. I cannot promise you much, but I promise you someone who's in this movie works at this hospital and got this shot on their lunch break. <laughs> also, by the way, um, this is Dr. Bennett. Yeah. And the people who made this movie cannot think of a last name besides no! Bennett. No! Nope. Everyone with there the last three, name in this fucking movie. There are three unrelated characters where they were like, all right, last name, Bennett. Cool. Okay, <laughs> yes. what's this next one? Ben, you, you going to say Bennett? Bennett. Yes. <laughs> An Italian character shows up. Benettini. <laughs> no. So go with Bennett. Yeah, exactly. Right. So the intercom at the hospital comes over and says, Dr. Bennett, come here, stat. There's a patient and she's been attacked by a shark. She's got insurance, so it's cool. I want that to be real hospital policy, just yeah. walking around the hallways of a hospital. Hello, Dr. Bennett. Eli put another light bulb up his ass. Uh, it didn't break yet. <laughs> Room four. You know the drill. <laughs> He's on Medicare for all, though. I don't know. Let's, let's debate it right now before you come to the ER, whether <laughs> Medicare for all would be more reasonable or can do this transitional phase. I don't know. I don't know. All right, so then we cut from there to the newscaster, Brian B Bennett. Bennett, yep. <laughs> he goes, hello, I'm the news. Swimmers have been attacked by lake sharks. Back to you, Brian Bennett. Fuck, that's me. I'm also a doctor and a woman later. <laughs> Shit. Brian looks like a shaved fantasy dwarf. Like if you took a Dungeons and Dragons dwarf and you shaved it. You made it say he the news. He is rough. Yeah, he, he's got like a Bill O'Reilly skin mask. Yeah. That's what it looked like to me. Creepy with, looking. With like some radiation poisoning in there too. <laughs> make a wish. Was it see Chernobyl? I don't know. It didn't go well. He survived though. He's like 60 now, but he went and saw Chernobyl when he was a kid. Awesome. So, all right. So now we cut to a Dave and Buster's where the two non-shark attacked female characters from the beginning are hanging out. Now, I love this scene so much because they didn't realize they could just not use the audio that they had at that Dave and Buster's, right? So we're being like, everything's <laughs> drowned out by arcade noises. Then they go outside to talk 
and are drowned out by cicadas. <laughs> yeah, it's too noisy here in this Dave and Buster's. Let's go outside where the cicadas are 1,000% louder. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go talk next to Eli during his conference call. That's a funny <laughs> How dare you? It's he. Don't listen to him, live listeners. Yeah. Do not listen to him. He's a liar. He's creating an I do alternate not own narrative. The wind tunnels of Manhattan that Eli has all his conference calls in. <laughs> so, yeah. So Lauren and Emily are these two characters' names. They're talking. Lauren was the bitchy character, and she doesn't give a shit about her shark bit friend because she's apparently fucking that character's boyfriend. Well, she's either fucking his boyfriend or she's just trying not to stare into the camera. She can't. Ke- <laughs> It is. She, they're just like, don't look in the camera. I can. You're very clearly looking out of the corner of your eye at the camera. <laughs> Here's what I will say. All of the moments in this movie, if they were on purpose, would be brilliant comedy. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right. So now it's time for an episode of Ghost Whackers. So this character here, okay, so this is like supposed to be the ghost hunters show or whatever. This character's investigating the demon shark. This is every middle-aged woman you've ever met that was certain she was funny despite all the evidence. Oh, see, I have. I've met this girl at every atheism convention I've ever been to and watched Heath fail to sleep with her. So we're, we're lining up. I get it. <laughs> that, I mean, that describes a lot of women besides this person. <laughs> it's true. That a is a broad category. <laughs> All right, so she's there to, I guess, get the story or whatever, but they have this weird moment where they show the guy who's filming her, right, for Ghost Whackers, mm-hmm. but she's still facing the camera that's filming the movie. <laughs> and and that is because this is the fight that happened. Hey, he's the one filming you. You got to face that camera. But then don't you have to film over his shoulder? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, you're oh, right. You're right. I feel like... In other movies, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. think they do that. I just, <laughs> I bet they have the camera guy hold a mirror and then the other camera guy stands in front of the behind. I am very tired. I need to take a break. I'm very sweaty. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I gotta go to the gym. Yeah, can guy. we talk about the cameraman for a second? <laughs> Early 20s Tim Ryan behind the camcorder who's audibly winded 10 seconds into this shot. He's had to hold his arm up with like a shitty little camcorder for 10 seconds. And it's like, (laughs) 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 well, what's funny is if I'm not mistaken, this guy is actually the cameraman they use for most of the movie. And I say that because there are several shots where you can hear the cameraman breathing heavily during the scene. (laughs) So that would explain all of it. Solves the mystery. There's a lot of vomiting in this movie. I bet we miss a bunch from this camera. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably what it is. Is like, well, now we have to explain why your character has vomit all over them. <laughs> <laughs> we'll write it in. Fine. Again. <laughs> Again. <laughs> all right. So she kneels down by the water side to develop a psychic link with demon shark. She says at one point, here's the actual line. Is there something evil beneath these waves or something more sinister? <laughs> what? <laughs> or is it the re- rejection of Medicare for all? I don't know why we're on this. It seems to be a thing. <laughs> yeah, this, is, this was actually a lot like Marianne Williamson's closing statement, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. 
She's casting a spell. And she kind of reminded me of like a thick Marianne Williamson. Instead of sharp, she's kind of rounded and obviously younger and, and thick, like in a good way, like double C thick, you know? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And then she's like, I will chum in the water as I menstruate through my spell to bring a shark. And yeah, <laughs> she kind of has a demon possess her, I think, or fakes it. Or go clear. down on her. I, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I think sure. this actress just had a seizure and they were like, this is gold. Keep the money. <laughs> Damn it. She swallowed her tongue again. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so now we cut to three weeks later at perfectly at random. But Allie seems to be all the way over that shark attack. And her friend Emily's really worried about her for not being more devastated by the fact that she got shark attacked. <laughs> this, I'm sorry. This conversation is impossible to follow. It's like two people who are only mentally capable of remembering one and a half sentences back. Mm. Also, <laughs> they are so far from the camera when this conversation starts. <laughs> If it was on purpose, it would be brilliant. They are a mile and a half away. <laughs> oh, that sweaty dude climbed a tree with the camera and could not get down. And they were like, all right, well, you're there forever. filmed from here today. Right. Get out from under the tree or you're going to get vomited on. <laughs> I love the moment, too, where she pulls her bandage off. She's like, look, I don't even have a scar anymore because we don't know how that works, how you make a scar on a leg for a movie. <laughs> I wanted her to just start bleeding profusely again. Like, oh, oh that was a lot. Okay, back on. Back I guess on, I did need that. <laughs> All right. So they, they break company and Allie goes off to hitchhike in porn clothes. Okay. I want to talk about Allie's thumb. She has a weird thumb, right? Did she? The, sh the shape? The actress has a, a six and a half foot long thumb. <laughs> really? Okay, I'm the only one who notices these things. Fine. I'm a thumb guy. I feel like I should have caught that. I feel I feel bad. I will be honest. I was not paying attention to her thumb in this I, scene. <laughs> I'm a big thumb guy. I got to go back to that. Also, uh, regarding her thumb, I would say you don't uh, stick your thumb out and try to hitchhike when there are literally no cars in sight. In no, you don't have to have it up the whole time. <laughs> that seems excessive. She did that. Was she really hitchhiking? Because she didn't have it up when I started. Yeah. All right. But she's tempted. She finds some dude uh, that she tempts to go to Shark Lake with her. And he's like, oh, isn't that where everybody gets attacked by sharks? And she's like, well, if you don't want to fuck me at Shark Lake, he's like, I want to fuck you at Shark Lake. Hold on. So he goes with her. No, no, no. This is clearly a porn premise. Like, we're very clearly porn actors in a porn premise that got made into a regular movie. So <laughs> we got to do that. Also... Was there a harp in his back seat? <laughs> like a harp, like a bit, like an angelic large harp in his back seat of his truck? I'm pretty sure that's what that was. That was unclear. Something was definitely stringed. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely stringed. Thank you. And you could see it in her eyes, too. She was like, is that a fucking harp? <laughs> I know this isn't in the script, but is that a harp? Well, if if, like, if you had read the actor bios, you'd know that this man played harp in, in, in high school <laughs> for almost two years. Ignited his passion. And, and he was in a porn called Harp in Your Back Seat, which is a euphemism <laughs> for something interesting that I learned about that day. All right. So now we get this amazing scene of them flirting in the water. And what makes it amazing is partly the fact that they're just kind of splashing water at each other, not doing anything sexy. 
but also the fact that <laughs> there are a couple of kids just off camera yelling about something. It's the fuck. <laughs> these kids make the, they're just like, no, you didn't get me. I did too. Now you have to go to the safe barn. You go to the safe barn. I'm going to tell my dad you dropped my scooter. I would never do it. You promise. I twisted my ankle. That's free time out. Everybody knows that. <laughs> That's literally happening just off camera through their whole sexy scene. Here. And again, just to be clear, these actors are not like having a splash fight. They are gently no. pouring water over each other's bodies because they are certain they look hot, wet. I I guess. So at first I thought that like this, like that this actress's husband got pissy whenever the actor playing this role tried to kiss her or whatever, but this is her husband. Yep. So, oh, these people are married. Yeah, yes. yeah. This is this is oh, the power couple here. Oh, so they were just like, all right. Well, I guess we'll bathe each other. Might as well get a shower in while we're doing this scene because oh. we're gross. These these people find the direct center of every orgy they've ever been to. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but then the demon shark shows up. We get the same thing with him getting pre-attacked in the edit. You know, he starts going, oh, uh, uh, and then we see the shark swimming up to him. <laughs> They're in three feet of water. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's dick deep. Literally, they're up to their, their knees, Matt, like definitely maybe two feet of water. I don't know. And but we're just watching like clips of Finding Nemo and then back to the real people. <laughs> and that's so bad. <laughs> Well, and also there's this great moment where like he's trying to swim out of the water and he's trying to pull himself up. And clearly he wants it to look like something is tugging against him, but nothing is. And you can't do that in the water. Right. You can't. So he's like reversing himself constantly. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's on a little dolly that's like beep, beep. <laughs> back 40. All right. This isn't working. And then, yeah, and then we're watching more cuts of, like, the demon shark swimming past the same cactus three times. It's so dumb. They never even, they, they don't interact at all. They don't even try. It's so bad. I just love that this movie couldn't afford another person to be in the water pulling at his <laughs> knee or something. Because it was going to be cameraman, and he drowned the first two shots they tried it. <laughs> and then they're like, well, fuck, who's going to hold the camera then? <laughs> All right, a lot of vomit in the shot, man. Come on. You're not even <laughs> struggling. You're just pulling him back a little bit. How did we get you out of the tree? All right, so I didn't notice this myself, but both of you guys have notes about the bird in this scene. The bird is the best character in the, the movie. The bird's the best. Is that not a fact? That's a fact of this movie. The bird turns to camera and is like, Rah! it's a living. It's <laughs> amazing. The, the bird g gets two shots too. We see we see him like struggle drowning, trying to pretend he's drowning, and then we cut to a bird just being like, "Yep, licking the side of my bird arm." I don't know. <laughs> this is what happens, and then it, it cuts back to him for a second, and then back to the bird just not caring even harder. <laughs> the bird could it's the aloofest, best bird watching a person die ever. Want to cut that bird into all of history's tragic footage? Just like there are people in there, people in there. Birds just. Mm. All the nom, humanity nom, birds, nom. like yeah, well, whatever. Yeah. Fucking bird nom, nom, nom. Tower two has fallen. Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, 
I know that's nowhere near Act 3, but we deserve extra breaks this week. So we're going to take a minute to recover. And while we do, you'll hear from this week's sponsor, Hymns. Heath, you ready to go to the ballpark? Sure am. Uh, Dude, what's that? Oh, this? Uh, You know, in case it gets chilly. Brought it. It's, It's 104 degrees outside. Wow, really? Yeah, so good thing I got my hat. Right? Heath, is this about keeping warm or losing your hair? What? I'm not. No. What? No. No. I I just get cold. It's uh, Heath, a little brisk. Look, look, if this podcast proves anything, it's that 66% of men lose their hair by age 35. But there's something you can do. Uh... Another hat? No. Like two? No, I not two of them. Not another hat. It's forhims.com. What's forhims.com? Well, they're the one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Hims connects you with real doctors and medical grade solutions to treat hair loss. They offer well known generic equivalents to name brand prescriptions to help you keep your hair. What's a generic equivalent? It, it means it's the same drug as the one you've heard of, but I can't say the brand name. Oh, so like that drug that prevents hair loss. Yes, that one. yeah, that drug. Wait, you can get those online? Well, thanks to four hymns, you can. Just answer a few questions. A doctor will review your answers and can prescribe what you need. Okay, but that's got to be like super expensive, right? Well, actually, if you order now, our listeners get a trial month of hymns for just $5 today. Right now, will supplies last. See website for full details and safety information. This would cost hundreds if you went to the doctor or a pharmacy. So I just go to forhims.com slash gam. That's right. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash gam. Forhims.com slash gam. Got it. You know what? I'm gonna go uh I'm gonna go take this hat off. Please do. Take it off. Please do. It's starting to smell. Oh, uh, that's probably the soup. In your hat? Yeah. In my hat. Soup hat. <laughs> I have hat soup. <laughs> And we're back again, and now we're going to open up at a church so that Eli can say this movie technically counts. Technically counts. Thank you. <laughs> Exorcism, there's crosses later. This definitely counts. No. This 100%. <laughs> and it's Shark Week. Well, that's, yeah, that's the most important thing. All right, so now it's time for us to meet Father Michael because this actor is way too good for just one role. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he doesn't have a twin brother in real life. He's playing this role. <laughs> also, like in the characters, our twin brothers, we find out right now. We actually get a phone call being like, hello, Father Michael. You have a twin brother who does porn. Uh, you know that, stupid. This all makes sense. <laughs> he's dead now. Your brother's dead. Well, what's so great about it? So it's a, it's a letter that he's getting. And we're getting the voiceover. And the letter actually, these are the words according to the fucking voiceover. The deaths of your brother came as a very sad time. (laughs) Really? Oh, that's right. It's a letter, but we hear it. Yeah. Okay. I remembered it as a phone call. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. A phone call or a letter about the deaths of his brother, which would have been fucking hilarious if it turned out his brother got possessed by a demon and killed multiple times. But no, he was just the guy that got eaten by the shark. (laughs) Oh, yeah. And we see the letter. I forgot about this. Yeah. The letter is clearly... An actor's resume. Yep. It's turned got around. A but the actor's so goddamn cheap that he doesn't have his own separate headshot sheet. He has a tiny little like printed on the top header of a headshot. 
and, and there's also parts that are redacted. What if the I remember fuck correctly. was that? It was like clearly <laughs> like big black inked out areas. We're watching. We're looking at the back of it, but you can see it looks like the Mueller report. It, it's all redacted. Yeah. Well, what it literally is is that that guy wanted to like. He was like, okay, you can use that, but black out the parts with my address and shit on it, just in case somebody <laughs> zooms in. No porn titles. Don't worry, that. we're gonna focus on all of our license plates later for a good <laughs> long time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say they don't. Yeah, they don't think too hard about anything in this movie. <laughs> yeah, so he found out his brother uh, died, and they're looking into why and how and everything. And then we cut back to um, Ghost Whackers some more. Ah, ghost Whackers. Now, this is where we meet our, our, our next Bennett. <laughs> <laughs> if you'll recall, the newscaster's name was Brian Bennett. This is Brianna Bennett. Totally they different. They also can't make up first person. names very well. <laughs> name a name that's not Brian Bennett. Brianna Bennett nailed it. <laughs> Again, if this were and on this purpose, like, do you think you think it was on purpose? You think it was like a long no. line of local journalists named <laughs> the Bennetts? This is Brianna, his daughter. No, honestly, I think I, I think maybe they did do this as a joke, and they're like, "Huh, that's pretty funny" or something. But they're so damn bad at making movies that you can't tell their jokes from them fucking up. Right. Also, like the joke is, you can't think of movies. They don't point to it. They're just <laughs> yeah. like, I. What if all the characters were named Bennett? That would be dumb, and therefore <laughs> a joke. You know what my mama always said? It doesn't matter if they're laughing with you or at you. <laughs> as, long as long as they're, they're laughing. laughing. As long as you vomit. <laughs> and it's funny now. All right. So what's going on here apparently is the Brianna Bennett of Ghost Fakers fame. She's the one that follows around the Ghost Whackers chick and shows that it's not really a supernatural lake shark. <laughs> it's just yeah. a regular lake shark. Oh. Uh. It's so good. I wanted a shark to like walk back in and like be doing like a YouTube channel about skeptic YouTubers who ignore <laughs> real demon sharks. They're like, look, I'm real. She's shitty at her job. The original ghost whacker lady is right. She's better. The shark defeats the raging atheist in a YouTube debate. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> and also, by the way, the soundtrack is in a fight with the dialogue during this part. You know, like they're clearly talking louder. So the soundtrack's like, fuck you. I'll be louder too then. <laughs> so we get in that whole scene. Then we cut back to dead brother priest who walks out of the church and crosses himself because he's a priest, right? That's hey, uh, priests, they, they cross themselves, you know, just like whenever they leave a building or enter a building. They're like vampires, right? But yeah, they got the op- when they open their phones. <laughs> yeah, because he has pictures of demons on his phone like saved <laughs> in the camera roll i can't tell if that's weirder or the fact that we're watching him scroll through those is weirder <laughs> and i think my favorite part though is that he's having trouble scrolling through because he put one of those screen protector stickers on yes! from like 19 years ago and there's so many bubbles in it because he's an idiot and couldn't just looks, put on a sticker correctly. <laughs> looks like an active caldera. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he starts Googling how to get the screen protector on without bubbles. All right. And then I guess, okay, we, we later realize this is a flashback, right? This is something he's remembering. It's weird because he's not there. So it's odd to have memories that you're not in. 
but he's remembering some kind of satanic summoning, right? These we we cut to these three girls. We can tell they're satanists because they're all wearing black tank tops. Oh, I've got to be honest. I completely forgot about this scene. <laughs> what racist? What was this? Okay, this is the only person of color in the movie. That is correct. I remember there was a lady in her nightgown, sort of yep. crawling around. Yep. Yeah. I. Uh, your guess is as good as mine, Eli. I thought for a second maybe this was a sequel and they were flashing back to stuff that happened in the last one. Yeah, we see these three Satanist chicks having some kind of satanic summoning or whatever. And at the same time, there's a lady in her nightgown running around a cemetery rolling on the floor in a way that she's pretty sure is creepy. Oh, and words <laughs> cannot do justice to this actress doing like a wriggle around motion, thinking the scene is over. Someone very clearly going, we're still rolling. And then her being like, oh, wriggle, 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 <laughs> <laughs> wriggle, wriggle. That exactly happens. All I thought was just like, oh, these porn actresses had such a nice day doing this movie. <laughs> right? That was fun for them. I thought this just like happened in real life and they used it. Because they're clearly <laughs> at this cemetery again. Without the rights to be, they didn't pay anybody in the no. cemetery to like rent the space, and they're about to be kicked out. Like the guys coming over, and they're like <laughs> finishing as fast as they can. And then I think they just saw this lady in a big shirt rolling around, and they were like, "This is fucking, this is perfect. Uh, she's in the movie. Keep rolling, and we have to run away soon, but keep rolling." Yeah. <laughs> All right, and then we cut back to to the priest going like, "That was a memory, guys. It was a memory." <laughs> Did you guys hear the doodly deuce? <laughs> <laughs> Brianna Bennett, she says it's fake. Seance is a fake. There she is. I love that not only does it make no sense that this is a memory, but it also doesn't fill in any questions we might have about this character or the plot or anything either. Or ever come back in the movie. This is just yet another, what the fuck do you mean? This is 48 minutes. <laughs> kind of a moment. All right. So now we cut to an insane woman playing... With sharks on a playground. Okay, I need to clarify something right now. This is vital to me. This is supposed to be a child, right? Is it? This 36-year-old. No. Yes, I think this woman is supposed to be a child. I thought she was supposed no. to be mentally handicapped because this movie thinks that's funny. It's a mentally no. disabled adult. All right, so like she's there playing with her toy sharks in the playground. And then Allie, the girl that got bit by the shark that is the female lead, she comes up and she's like, huh, are you a big fan of sharks? She's like, yeah, I love sharks. What do you like to do? She says, I like to get wet. And this actress just reacts so honestly. She's just like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> ew, because maybe I'm a child and maybe I'm supposed to be mentally ill. So that, ew, because you're like late 40s. Oops. Ew. Ew. <laughs> but then she's like all right i feel kind of i, I can bathe you i guess <laughs> yeah right right so she takes her to her pool now but she does her, so her house yeah like they're at the the playground at a park and they walk to her house right that's what had to have happened yeah but then i guess that the that the handicapped girl like covered Allie's eyes on the way to the pool Yes, that's what we yeah. cut to. And but again, so they, they walked from this park to some other house, at least a little bit far away. But it it was the middle of the day in the park. <laughs> yes. And they, they get to the house that has a pool. 
and it's completely dark. <laughs> so she walked with her hands over Allie's eyes for like eight hours. Yeah, right. <laughs> At least. If they had showed us that, it would have been the best movie I've ever seen. Oh. If we just got to watch, uh, I guess, a mentally disabled adult putting her hands over this other <laughs> actress's eyes and they walked awkwardly for eight hours, one right next to the other. I that's art. That's where very, that's is that some stand by me remake? That's what we need. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I, I love too that this moment is actually the way it plays out is the the girl says to her, she says, I like to get wet. And the other girl's like, then we could swim in my pool. Uh, no, no, that's not what uh, she meant there. But then do we have this profoundly unsexy changing into her swimsuit scene? Oh, again. That was very sexy. No, people what? who fail at objectification are my favorite. She like, <laughs> gets, she like slowly pushes down her outer clothing to reveal her swimsuit. And then she has to do that like pick the swimsuit out of her butt moment. She's like, mm, now it's not uncomfortable. <laughs> also, just like when she gets into the pool, it's one of those suburban shitty pools. So she gets into the pool and she's immediately at the far edge. So yeah. she's just like, ah, I'm in the pool <laughs> now. And the, the, the like half belly flop thing that she does to get in <laughs> that the like kind of that the, the new character we just met who plays with shark toys. She just, she also takes her clothes off. She's got a bathing suit underneath. And then she just runs into the pool as if the pool wasn't there. She just runs in the direction of the pool as if it was more ground. And then she's in the pool and like half belly flops. It was one of my favorite moments. And then Allie starts to seduce her. And then she wakes up. It turns out this was all a dream, I think. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. she had a dream about almost sexually assaulting a mentally disabled person or a child why. we're giving both theories Who equal airtime are, are you do you feel like that's better i feel like it's important that we acknowledge my vision all right okay. well that's you know given your history with that phrase i don't even think i'm gonna make it <laughs> gonna make it into the out uh the uh, final edit probably just cut that whole scene <laughs> all right so now we cut back to ghost whackers lady She's bitching at the shark at the waterfront again, and we get this amazingly unflattering shot of her ass throughout it. Oh, uh, well, here's the thing. This actress is doing a lot of moving around near water, but she was like, I am not getting in that fucking water. You hear me? Like, well, I don't know what she had in her rider, but she was going to be near. But if her toe dipped into that water, she was going to make a scene. <laughs> so, yeah, so she has some more shark demon seizures where she says, and I'm sure this was an intentional joke as she's yelling to the uh, shark demon. She's, she says, yes, come inside me and get it. Just want to say this actress has like so much experience telling people to come and like, she had a reel for it. She was the Marlon Brando in this audition. Just bam, everyone else go home. <laughs> and you know, the, the director was like, Hey, uh, one more time. We've said this a lot. The line is I'm possessed by a shark demon. You keep saying, come inside me. <laughs> Do you hear the difference? It's just entirely different words. None of the words are the same. The shark walks up. How are you going to pay for this pizza? <laughs> All right. And then we cut to more 
swimming and Allie trying to be sexy by averting your attention from her face. And then she wore a feather earring to swim. I don't understand what the hell's going on here. But yeah, someone else got shark ate or something. There's blood. Oh, this is when she like Allie meets a stranger yeah. at the same at the same lake and just starts like walking around her in circles. Yep. For no reason. Just being like, okay, doing doing the Jaws music, stranger. That's your hand. I can tell it's just your hand. All right, so now the we get the ghost fakers lady plotting against the ghost whackers lady. Right, she's there at a courthouse or, or whatever. Ghost fakers is on the phone. She's like, "Hey, person who is on the other line of this phone, very clearly, guess what? This next scene is going to be about." Right, <laughs> I'm here at the park. You know, the the park. <laughs> As you know, my entire job is following around the ghost whackers lady. <laughs> and here she is. Oh, she's up at the courthouse that's in this park. I guess weird now. Weird. I'm going to walk up there and follow her. Yeah, they, the park has it all. Picnic tables, the Parthenon. It's kind of kind of strange. <laughs> so and uh, so she walks up, but Ghost Whackers chick, the last time we saw her, remember, she was in her second demon shark trance. Now she's just zombie walking around. Brianna, the Ghost Fakers chick, comes up and says, hey, I want to talk to you. And then Ghost Whackers chick mounts her and pukes into her mouth. Again, this actress just had a ton of experience vomiting into other actresses. She was a shoo-in for this. She was just so ready for this. It was her her Book of Mormon. She did and it. I love how she did it, too. She did it like, you know, when, like, the, the bully brother holds down the smaller brother and, to like, makes them open their mouth and they slowly drool the spit down and, right. like, make them swallow. She's like, open your mouth so I can vomit into your mouth. Heath. <laughs> I got to tell you, I'm just so grateful you didn't say that dads do that to their sons. <laughs> that is neither here nor there. You know when you don't um, hold the flashlight right? <laughs> All right. Just holding Brianna's mouth closed like a dog that just took a pill. As <laughs> soon as she lets go, Brianna spits the vomit back in her. <laughs> All right. So you know how like. Sometimes on the nature channel, you'll see a deer walking for the first time, trying to figure out how its legs work and stuff. Well, we get a scene like that only for fat guys and jogging that comes after this. This was a uh, very relatable content that was attacking me. I did not enjoy this. <laughs> jogging this is what I look like. Those few times in my life were like, I'm going to do some jogging. You know what? I'm getting healthy today. Haven't ran in 15 years. That's fine, though. I'll be able to do this. I used to, when I was on the soccer team, we had to run all the time. Nope. I look like this. How many, here's my question. How many days do you think there were between the shoots of this guy running for a minute? It's like a 27 day shoot right here. <laughs> and they had to make cuts. There were multiple oh. cuts to get. 20 seconds of running max. Well, I think it was more than that because it sure seemed like I was watching him jog for about seven and a half minutes. But yeah, the time dimension of this movie stretches out. (laughs) That's true. You're right. But yeah, apparently we get like a minute of this dude jogging just so that he can eventually come across that dead body from earlier so that he can then puke too, since puke is so funny. Yeah. Yeah. 10 out of 10. That was real vomit. From this real actor. <laughs> they, just, they were like, look, if you're going to puke way. every time you stop running anyways, we're going to use it in the movie. <laughs> we're going to work it into the script. 
Now get back to holding the camera. (laughs) (laughs) And then, okay, this is the first time I can tell for sure that the movie did mean to be funny. Right, because he comes across the the dead body, he pukes all over himself, and he goes, "She's still hot. I'd still do her." God, fucking. Mm. Which means that the puke comedy beat was immediately followed by the necrophilia comedy beat. Guys, how many times <sighs> have we gone over this? As a combination, <laughs> comedy rule of twos: vomit, necrophilia, two things done. I mean, glass houses, stones. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Let's move on. (laughs) All right. So now a bitchy girl is in a car. Apparently, okay, so there's a sorority, and this bitchy girl is initiating these other two girls into the sorority, and they've all chosen to sit in the front seat of this four-door sedan for some reason. Why are they all (laughs) in the front? (laughs) Well, and let's acknowledge that, like, one of these two girls is a larger lady, yep. which makes the all being in the front seat way more unintentionally comical. And she makes- also, the very sweaty, large camera guy is probably smashed <laughs> into the front seat, too, somewhere shooting this scene because they don't understand physics. You remember that scene in Roger Rabbit where they all the weasels turn in the car suddenly and their heads knock together? <laughs> it's like that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like that if one of the weasels was a bull mastiff. <laughs> all right so for their last initiation these two girls have to go out to that lake where all them shark attacks happened and according to the chick initiating them they have to swim 10 minutes into the lake and make sure that they don't die now what they're actually going to do is stand almost ankle deep in the water because these two chicks were damned if they were going to get their whole legs wet too (laughs) yeah also this is where they do the high five low four Oh, forgot to miss thing, right? (laughs) Do they? They, Again, if if it's on purpose, it's brilliant, but it's not. It's just like high five, low four, too slow. But the big girl is just like, (laughs) 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 through this girl's forearm. She's like, (laughs) we're keeping that take. (laughs) I also love that the skinny chick of these two drew her line at full bikini, right? Like, so, like, the, the, the chick goes like, okay, now change into your swimsuits. And this chick is like, my character swims in her fucking shorts, Brandon. Okay? <laughs> I'm 15? Yeah, no, your character swims in her shorts. Your character <laughs> swims in her shorts. So now they have to stand out in the water, even though there's a shark in the water. Again, they're ankle deep in this water, right? And, they, you know, and they're like, oh, I feel like the shark's coming. And then the shark... Eats the bitchy chick, not the two of them. He does it off camera to the sound of Bugs Bunny eating a carrot. But uh, I have. Are they allowed to use the sound effects from number munchers like that? That shark eating a large bag of Doritos crunchily <laughs> and his microphone <laughs> pans over and the shark's just got one orange fin. Oh, my God. Are you guys filming? I'm so sorry. <laughs> I just haven't gotten to crafty yet today, so I feel like an unprofessional. <laughs> I really want to see this shark get stuck in the sand here because they're in even less water this time. Again, yeah. yeah, like ankle height. I just wanted to see the demon shark being like, oh, can give me a push. I'm like, really? This is embarrassing. Can I'm you not, guys roll me a little bit? And then the big girl's like, no, nah, I get it, brother. Come on. <laughs> not a lot of tidal effect in the lake here, guys. That's how we're really going to need a hand. 
Da-na. Don't do the music. Don't. Come on. You can't do suspenseful music. I see you right there. You're stuck. If we could Just get like a, a lever situation, <laughs> probably best for all of us. A hockey stick. <laughs> One of you could kneel down. All I don't right. want to tell you how to do your job. <laughs> I'm a demon shark. <laughs> so, yeah, so demon shark eats the bishy chick. And then we cut to the priest character showing up at Emily and Allie's house. Now, I'm guessing this is actually this actor and the actress's home that we're filming in now, which is real sad. So sad. Well, what's so sad about it? It's a nice house, but in terms of decor, they think they're nailing it. Oh, it's like, imagine if someone saw a stained glass window and was like, man, I wish that guy did interiors. (laughs) (laughs) Just to name two things that I saw in this house. There's a picture of Allie very clearly in like one of the, she's doing that like, I'm out in front of Chick-fil-A with my chick. And chicken, chicken, and my soda, and my AR-15, because I support guns and homophobia. So there's a picture of that, and she's wearing, like, a tight dress that has the the flag on it and a bald eagle. It's so fucking bad. And then next to that is the weirdest juxtaposition. There's one of Salvador Dali's melty clocks yep. coming off the, the little shelf there with the same, with mm-hmm. that horrible patriotic picture on it, too. Really? Yeah. <laughs> And then when the priest comes in, what's her name? And I refuse to learn. Emily. Emily is like, are you a stalker? And he's like, no, I'm a priest. And she goes, are you a stripper? And he's like, nope, still a priest. And and that's stupid and dumb, except as we learn, if you read the bios of this actor, he actually was a Chippendale, which means this actor was like, she should think I'm a stripper. Because I'm so sexy. (laughs) I was a stripper for a while. Very previously to this time. Lots of people ask, are you a stripper? Whenever I see them, that that's realistic. Which means he was probably also a stalker once. Right? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you would watch the movie Soul, which is coming out in Never. <laughs> I love this one line, too. Like, oh, there's so many great lines in this conversation that they have. Emily's talking to the priest about the shark thing, and she's like, it was crazy, though. A shark attack in this part of our town? Do they normally attack the black neighborhoods? What yeah, the fuck are they, you talking about? They normally attack in the uh, ocean part of Tennessee, <laughs> but this was weird. Oh, cuts over to the black neighborhood like four people are being eaten by sharks. I, I know. They need to talk to their community leaders, right? <laughs> Two of those sharks are cops. Shark-infested mess over there. (laughs) Clean up your district. They come here from those shark hole countries. (laughs) All right, before we go full Reagan here. Swim her back. Swim her back. All right, well, before we go full Ronald Reagan here, I think we have earned ourselves another break. But first, let me give Act 3 the hard sell here. Can the nun get Satan to get the demon, to get the shark, to get the lady, to get the people, to get in the water and get eaten, I guess, is the plot? How is that the plot? Find out the answer to this question and more when we return for the almost entirely unrelated conclusion of Shark Exorcist. All right, you guys ready for the hilarious high five scene? Yeah. Is Crafty still open? And action. Pretty hungry. Hold on. All right. High five, low four, 
out. You're supposed to miss. Yeah, we'll pull your hand away faster. You cut, know cut. it's in the script. Okay. All right. High five. Low. You didn't let me finish that time. Sorry, sorry. You know, that, that one was on me. That, one was, that was early. Still rolling. Okay, go ahead, roll it back. We got this. All right. Hi. Never never mind. I'm I'm gonna go smoke. Uh me too. Me too. This is so much more fun than porn. Wait, what? And we're back for more of this shit. We're going to open up on a reminder of why we all stopped going to the fair at about the age of 11. Never, ever I show real pictures to a fair, of the fair. Are you guys anti-fair, both of you? What? Oh, my God. That's the most disgusting. Like, okay. It's you know what? Darkest timeline. I love fairs. Funnel cake. I was so hungry for funnel cake just from seeing a fair. They didn't even show funnel cake. I was just like, funnel cake. I love fairs. All right. So here's the only thing that you need to know to know how shitty fairs are. One time Walt Disney was walking around in a fair and said, hey, you know what would be great would be just like something like this, only where you can't actually watch the person running the ride shoot heroin intravenously while you're on it. <laughs> and that was the birth of Disneyland. Yes, they're the worst goddamn thing in the universe. Also, maybe we could segregate this <laughs> Walt Disney was a racist. And then Heath's great grandpa was like, as long as there's funnel cake, whatever you want, Walt, who gives <laughs> yeah. a shit? Who doesn't want fried dough with sugar? It's the best. I mean, I can get that without having to go to a sad Yeah, but it's fair. not the same and gross <laughs> the same way, and you can't win a 400-foot-tall stuffed animal that you don't want. And, and that you would have got cheaper if you just bought it, yeah. That you... Spent like $8,000 to get tickets to shoot a gun into a little thing. Oh, oh, new game. It's fun. It's positive. I feel like you guys are tricking me into saying <laughs> negative things now. What's the new game? I have a new game. I have a new game. We put Heath in worse and worse situations where there is funnel cake. <laughs> see when he notices. Like he's in the death camps at Auschwitz. No. But there's funnel cake. And he's like, what are you talking about? We got beds. We got funnel cake. Everyone's looking really cut. <laughs> oh God! I would, I'd be treated well there, but that's not, that's not the point. <laughs> All right. So I have to point this out. If you watch the movies along with this, this one's available for free on Amazon because it's not like they could charge money for it. But at 41 minutes, 32 seconds in this scene, there's this amazing moment where some little kid who's not in the movie checks out Allie's ass at length. He really does. It's, it's amazing. He's my hero. I love that kid. He made the whole movie worth watching. So apparently what's That's nice. It's good ass. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. All right. So apparently what's going on now is Allie has gone to the fair to find some more victims and she's come across Lauren and Bobby. I am so proud of myself for remembering those characters names. Lauren was the bitchy girl from the beginning. Bobby was Allie's boyfriend that Lauren might be fucking. <laughs> oh, the people, the silent people? Yes. That's Lauren and Bobby? Yes, the people who point talk through this scene. <laughs> yeah, this is, we meet these two characters, and at first I was like, oh, these are extras? I don't know what happened here because they're clearly moving their mouths, but we're not getting audio. Like, So they fucked up so bad on like, hey, do you want a hot dog? Yes, I do. That they had to cut the audio and never let him talk for the rest of the well, movie. Again, Lauren is Lauren's the one who couldn't stop staring at the camera during the Dave and Buster scene. Yep. So they have now reduced her exclusively to poking. Just just a poking is relationship. So oh, she just, that's her. Yeah. Yeah. She's from, just from Dave and Buster's. Okay. Yeah. 
This movie ties together. A oh lot. yeah, yeah really, it? really it? comes together at the end. So for like, I, like I am not exaggerating. For five minutes and twenty seconds, we watch this couple walk around talking wordlessly and then pointing at the thing that we're talking that they're talking about, so that we know that they are communicating. And we watch Allie like stalk from behind them. At one point, she sees an aquarium, and because she's possessed by a demon shark, she has to go stare into it creepily. But again, it's what? they don't have aquariums at the fair, so they've just set right. up a shitty <laughs> small yes. aquarium for this with very obvious extension cords, and they had to like give a guy at the baseball booth twenty bucks <laughs> to <laughs> use some of his power, and she just sort of walks around it in a semicircle and the guy who is her husband was like, We're making movie cinema magic. <laughs> I wanted her to like get in it somehow, be like, oh, it's a fish tank carnival ride. I'm just, I kind of hurt myself. I broke some glass. That was not the move. There's not, it's not how this ride works. Somebody explain this. I also love how, like, in the background, nobody's on any of the rides, not because they like rented this place out, but because fares are shit and nobody wants to go to them. <laughs> also, because there's two mimes in the foreground that are just a pain in the ass. Like, <laughs> That would have been fun, though, if like if this couple ended up being two mimes that fell in love while miming, this would be a genius scene. But that's not what they've done compared to what they did do. Genius anyway. (laughs) I also love this moment. okay? because I have a I have a theory about this moment. So we see the two, uh, Bobby and Lauren, they're about to go into the zombie apocalypse house. And then we we immediately after see them coming out of the zombie apocalypse house and breaking up. And I'm sure that a scene happened in that zombie apocalypse house but they didn't realize until they went to look over it that filming in the dark is just blackness. And so they had to cut that bit. <laughs> oh, man. The, oh, Dave, Dave, I'm so sorry to tell you this, man. You're seen in the zombie house where you jump out and then Bobby punches you. Turns out it was in the dark. I know I'm upset, too. I'm upset, too. <laughs> But don't worry, you are going to be an assistant lead director in S-O-U-L, the story of me and my wife's relationship, <laughs> debuting never. And just to remind everybody, this is a shark movie. Um, <laughs> and they're still at a carnival fair thing. How in like, my, The whole time, the whole time I was like, how the fuck are they going to incorporate sharks into the scene? This is going to be amazing. They're going to have to do something with sharks, right? Like a. Like if, if if they did a shark attack in the dunk tank, I was going to be back on board. If like the ball hit the thing and then for, and there's a shark in the time. Someone no, gets no. one of those jumbo sodas you can get in the fair. There's a shark attack in there. I get it. I get it. <laughs> Picking up what you're putting down. The mimes are just doing fake throws and the shark's pissed. Like, come on, you're not going to, they won't go in. I'll do it. I'll do it. All right. So now, okay. So Bobby breaks up with Lauren, I think. And then wanders off to use his phone. At this point, Allie sneaks up on him and she has vampire teeth because sharks have teeth too, right? Like, <laughs> so teeth. So, and, and by now, Emily and the priest have shown up to try to save the day. So Allie bites Bobby. The priest shows up just in time to fuck up his line and say, and I quote, the power of Christ com- Commands you. Commands you. You want to try that one more time? No. No. Blackout. (laughs) Okay. 
All right. Oh, you're done. You're done. Okay. Yes. You're just going to say it the That's once it. also? Just the I'm, a, one I'm a demon one. shark. It doesn't command me. As you can see, I'm still, my demon is inside her. Now she's a vampire. This all makes sense. The power of Christ consumes. Oh, fuck. Uh, commutes you. God damn it. It's something. I'm, I'm close. I'm close. All right. Come to the dunk tank with me. Now we cut to the titular shark exorcist or as close as we're ever going to get to that. So apparently the Emily and the priest have, have grabbed Allie and a tiki torch and taken her out to be exercised of this demon. <laughs> I really, really want to see him buy that tiki torch at a Tennessee Walmart where they would have had to buy it next to several Nazis. Yeah, right, in that right. It's like, hey, what are you guys, you guys doing? Nazi turns to them. You guys are shameful. I just want you to know you should be ashamed. <laughs> no, it's it's about heritage. Least, Shark exorcism heritage. At least we just kill the mentally disabled people. Come on. <laughs> but are you guys doing a rally? We'll stop by after the exorcism. That sounds fun. Can we show our movie? <laughs> so. <laughs> also, I'm, I'm going to give this movie credit. The closest that ever got to good is when they start this uh, exorcism and Emily says to the priest, we're going to need a bigger cross. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Yeah, that's actually like like if, 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 if that level of humor occurred 73 more times in this movie, it would have been kind of funny. Yeah. yeah. But she steps on her own line as she does it. He's like, demon, I, we need a bigger cross. Nope. Sorry. One second. <laughs> we are going to need. Do you remember Jaws? <laughs> All right, so he starts making small talk with the demon. The priest does. Um, he's like, "So, uh, what kind of demon are do do you possess here often, or uh, what's the what's oh, the deal? do you know Baphomet? I don't want to be that guy who thinks all <laughs> demons know each other, but I know him. I just do. I wonder if you guys have ever run into each other. Yeah. No, I'll tell him you said hi at our meeting. We have a meeting." <laughs> Do you? Bigot. Oh, no. Okay, sorry. <laughs> also, I think my favorite part of this scene, this actress, uh, this is Allie, right? She's tied up. She has the yeah. demon in her mm -hmm. right now. She completely forgot about the movie for three or four minutes here and just clearly played with her rope ring <laughs> yeah. while she was doing gymnastics. Because she's not tied up. No. They just have very loose rope rings that she's like, wee, swingy, 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 swingy. <laughs> <laughs> like the, the whole, whole scene is the best. Well, I, I've got to say, like, I was a little disturbed at this point because it seemed like we had gone like a solid eight minutes without any vomit jokes. But don't worry, this movie was right there with me. So the demon's like, there's only one thing that can stop me. Lean in real close and I'll tell you all about it. And then she she vomits on him. She Vomit into your mouth. Vomit. Classic. Because Got him. not enough people get that that pea soup scene in The Exorcist was a comedy beat. You know? <laughs> <laughs> was, there were a lot of chuck. He was watching The Exorcist and he was like, oh, they totally missed the fucking laughs. I'm so much yes. better. I'm going to do so much better than this movie. <laughs> Babe, get in here. I thought of a great laugh for our movie, our shark movie. Puke in the mouth. Huh? Gross. Stop doing real estate for a second. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then the movie entirely forgets that Allie's supposed to be tied up, right? Because the priest starts choking her and just pulls her away from the tree. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Emily's going like, remember, she's, you don't choke her to death because she's possessed by a demon. He's like, right, but she's my wife, so I like to do this. 
I also, I love that they fucked up the lighting so much in this scene that for most of it, all of their faces are completely blacked out by one another's shadows. <laughs> yeah. And then we get them kissing as the part of the exorcism. Okay, so the demon agrees to trade Allie's body for the priest's body, but they transfer by kissing. And it's like, it's that gross couple that didn't realize the you may now kiss the bride part isn't supposed to be all tonguey. Oh, God, that's the worst. Yeah. But it's a movie, and I have to watch it for my job is what happened in this moment. <laughs> Are you sure demons transfer with kissing? I don't think that's how that Look, did I goes. get hepatitis or did you get hepatitis? <laughs> exactly. Well, I got hepatitis. Uh, okay. Um, also, on top of the hep thing, uh, you just vomited. It's a lot of bile. <laughs> a lot of bile okay we're doing it we're kissing all right then. it's a bile kiss that is up there on the bile scale of kissing. have an egg it'll balance it out <laughs> now, now it's egg and bile that's not egg didn't help no it helped it helped i was hungry okay all right so the demon like transfers from Allie into the priest and then emily and Allie hang out for a while going like hey that was pretty rough on huh? the whole being a possessed by a demon but now the priest is a fucking demon so of course he attacks emily <laughs> he's he's a shark demon now we did not think that through. <laughs> <laughs> and then okay i have to say this sentence because there's no other way that i can get to the end of this scene so i'm gonna go ahead and say it and then demon shark flies out of the moon at them it's it's the Michael Scott shooting everybody ending of horror movies. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Shark, FBI. <laughs> I'm diving out of space right now. Huh. That's what we watched. Like so that yep. that was just like maybe a regular shark who was skydiving that day. I don't know. <laughs> They're just like, wow, this is kind of ironic. Well, we're actually odds? dealing we're dealing with our own shark thing right now. <laughs> All right. Are you okay? So now a character that we've never met is going to drive through the last 10 minutes of this movie. Got to make that 71 minutes. <laughs> I, this is the weirdest fucking scene in the movie to me, right? Like, so we see this incredibly ripped chick walking through the park. We watched this for a very long time. I'm writing in my notes. Wow. Is she going to arm wrestle the shark? But she's not. Uh, a guy is watching her from behind a tree, or at least that's what they were going well, for. He's <laughs> He's on the wrong side of behind the tree. He he's in front of the tree. <laughs> like I wanted her to address that. Be like, hey, um, I see you're clearly a stalker. You can't hide behind a tree when I'm coming from that side. <laughs> yeah, just the, just the behind, the whole behind thing is not working well for you. Right. Sorry. You're... Sorry. Can you go back and walk through again? Uh, <laughs> I'll hide better this time. Camera guy, can you get me going around it like I'm creeped by go slowly around the tree? You can't because you're stuck in the tree. Right. <laughs> now, clearly, this is the other woman that this director knew that he could talk into being in her bikini for this movie. Right. Yeah. My theory is that this guy walked up to every hot girl and his gym which is also my gym because this guy is absolutely my next door neighbor. And he was like, hey, you want to be in a movie? We're shooting it right outside. It won't take more than five minutes. And you have me at hey. Did you and, say hey at the beginning? And they were all Great. disappointed when he didn't murder them. <laughs> so, Do you have hep C already? 
One thing, okay, so or so she's going out into this um, park to to lay out, but she's not on a beach, right? She just lays down a towel in the grass and starts laying there. I'm like, you don't have to go a place for that. They have sun everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and again, we cannot emphasize how long this scene is. I mean, truly, they they were like, oh no, we have 48 minutes. Yeah. We need six minutes of her laying out her towel and lying down upon it. Hold on, let's establish the towel. Let's uh, <laughs> flash back to a loom. <laughs> 20 minutes. Can we watch her buy it at Bed Bath & Beyond and she tries to use store credit and they say it's expired. Oh, and that she's coupon's like, expired. Everybody has those <laughs> old ones from the mail. You'll need to drive back to your house and get it off your counter <laughs> and come back all on film, please. All right, guys, you're making it sound really bad. Yes, we watch her lay in the sun for six and a half minutes, but she texts... It's like there's no action at all. I th- well, I think she probably texted the director, is anything going to happen or am I just going to lie here? <laughs> so, the script just says lake. That's it. It just says lake. That's the whole script for this scene. I mean, it says it once on every page. Don't get me wrong. But. <laughs> I went by it. Should I be saying lake? Lake, 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 lake. All right. So then she falls asleep. You know how sometimes you fall asleep with your knees still bent upward because your towel isn't long enough and you don't want to get your legs itchy? It's like that. (laughs) And while she's asleep, this creepy guy shows up and starts taking pictures of her in her bikini, right? Now, afterwards, we watch him scroll through these photos. I counted. We literally watch him slowly scroll through eight, photos we watch him take and then scroll yes. through 18 photos yes yeah right like literally this goes on for like six this whole scene goes on for like six seven minutes yeah she's asleep or allegedly asleep knees up in the air asleep and he's taking all these pictures forever and i really wanted him to get a phone call right there <laughs> <laughs> just like hey oh it's bad t- i'm doing a, i'm doing a stalker thing can i call you back it's <laughs> It's important? No, what? What? The second drawer. No. No, the second from the top. Why would I tell you from the fucking bottom? Sorry, I had to take that. Hello. I'm stalking you today. But then, okay, but then he leaves. We will never see him again or find out anything else about him. She gets up. She wakes up. She grabs her shit and starts heading back to the car. So she literally could have just been... A chick walking through the park in this scene plays exactly the same, right? Yep. We just watch her drink a whole soda. (laughs) And then, like, she realizes she doesn't want to carry this to the car. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the trash can is far. All right, I'm going to walk to the trash can, I guess. (laughs) But then, so she turns to leave. And wouldn't you know it, evil nun is right there. So she screams. Now, keep in mind. She just turns in season none and screams. She doesn't know it's evil none yet. So uh, question, would we call what she does a scream? <laughs> I want to say this woman's voice is coarse. It's surprising. <laughs> she turns around. We've been ogling this woman's very attractive body for a long time. And then she turns around and she's like, wrong. <laughs> oh, no. There's a killer nun here. Yeah, so... Brother. <laughs> I'm no longer the press secretary. <laughs> Dog the bounty hunter in a wig. <laughs> All right, so she... So evil nun 
stabs her to death. And then a different lady rises out of the water or something and attacks evil nun. Yep. I don't. Somebody lost or won or something. I have no fucking idea. Very unclear. Okay. I think this is this is the first girl that she murdered at the very beginning when she stabbed her with the... A year and three weeks ago? A year and three weeks ago. Oh, okay. I think, I mean, it was no, that actress you're, you're with right. different color I hair. I think you're right. So that's her zombie now coming back out of the water to avenge her death at the hands of the nun? Maybe. I thought she... <laughs> That makes more sense. No. Then I thought that I, she was just alive because we saw her swimming. Well, that's right. No, that's true. Earlier. That's true. So she's just been swimming around for a year and three weeks. <laughs> that but that's going to come the back. Sacrifice never happened. So it's just a normal shark, not a demon shark. Well, a normal lake shark. Yes. Normal Tennessee lake shark. <laughs> the glowy eyes are a coincidence. I don't know. I just love that they have all of this weird shit at the end that makes no sense. And instead of establishing any of that, we spent eight minutes ogling this blonde shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> got bikini babes. What do you want? <laughs> the director said to everyone who watched this movie as a favor to him. <laughs> at some point, I needed a shark to get exercise, though, because a again, that's the title. Yeah. But but B, that would have been hilarious because it would have been like, okay, the demon is out of the shark. It's still attacking us. It's just a shark now. It's, uh, <laughs> Damn. it's still a shark. <laughs> Fuck. It's, we're, we got eaten either way. Okay. It's kind of funny, I guess. All right. So, so meanwhile, all right. So we cut away from that scene. Lauren is at the dock, the bitchy blonde girl from the very beginning that was at Dave and Buster's. And Emily, the other girl that was with her that wasn't Allie, is stumbling down the pier. Because remember, she got bit by the priest who turned into the demon shark? No, don't remember that. <laughs> All right, so we, we have this great moment, too, where, where Emily has to, like, take her shirt off uh, to be in her bikini or whatever. But she has to do it really carefully because if she doesn't, she'll wipe the scar off of her arm that's yes! supposed to be there. <laughs> you, I just, again, I would pay any amount of money for the uncut footage that has this director being like, don't fuck up your special effects makeup. My wife worked really hard on that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Lauren comes up and says, Emily, what's wrong? And she says, sorry, Lauren. And then Demon Shark leaps out of the water to eat her. Hey, you're the mime girl, right? Just give me a second. Uh, I'm going to turn into a shark and eat you mimes of the worst. Okay. <laughs> and then the movie's over? Well, the the credits roll, but there's an after... Or well, actually, there's a mid-credits and an after-credits scene. So there's a mid-credits scene that we get. Okay, wait. This mid-credits scene is the craziest thing in any movie yes. we have ever fucking watched. I, I, it's, very artistic. Very, very artistic. You have to give it that. Is that the word we're going to use? Yep. <laughs> Cinematographination. <laughs> yep. It's just right. a girl. This, I was like, oh, maybe he like recorded this over the whole movies of their trip to the aquarium. I like, I honestly had that thought too, man. Like, like not even <laughs> as a joke. I honestly thought, does he know this was at the end of the video? <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see him and his wife fuck before this is over. Oh, this is just my daughter doing Shark by Calvin Klein. I don't, I don't remember leaving this in. All right. So there's this 
There's this girl who's at the public aquarium. She goes up to a big display of stuffed sharks. She she starts stroking them with a real like which of these sharks is going in mommy's vagina tonight vibe. She selects right. several of them as though some are and some aren't ripe. Yep. Well, <laughs> I mean, at one point she actually checks uh, the stuffed shark for whether it has a penis or yes. has a vagina. She's yep. sexing the fucking stuffed sharks at a certain that point. Be important to her. You don't want to be gay when you're having sex with a shark. <laughs> I, Take it seriously. So she grabs an armload of stuffed sharks. Then she walks out and looks at the aquarium and gets really sad again. But a plastic shark toy that hasn't been introduced yet gives her strength. And then she vomits orange juice concentrate. Have I pretty much summed this up? Yes, but it's so long. It's a hundred years long and it's never and it can't be explained because it's the mid credit scene. Yes. And it's a character we don't know doing things we don't understand. Look, we have these people's license plates. Can we please just call them and ask what this scene was? You guys won't let me go to Kevin Sorbo's house. I just want to call them and ask what this scene was. All right. Now, so I noticed this, that you guys had plenty of notes for the mid credit scene. I didn't see any notes for the after credit scene. Did, I, did you guys catch that one as well? I didn't. You know what? I did not. I gave up on the movie because I was so confused and baffled by the mid. I am scene. still watching the mid credits scene right now. <laughs> I watching and it on I loop. always will be. <laughs> it is the Samiz dot of this movie. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, but after the credits are over, uh, we see the the ghost whackers lady. See, they didn't forget about her. And then she's standing in front of the Parthenon, and then she pukes and starts rubbing it into her face because puke is funny. Ah. Uh. And that's the end of the movie. Yeah, I missed that. <laughs> Don't worry. It's still there. It's and free it's on still Prime. Free. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they did a callback to the vomit thing. That's classic. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, normally I close with an analogy, but rubbing vomit into your own face is really as analogous as we can get. So I Shark guess. is to shark as <laughs> shark is to blank. Go, shark. Go. <laughs> So I guess that's going to do it for our review of Shark Exorcist. But it's not going to do it for the episode just yet because we still need to lure you back in for next week. So, Eli, tell us what's on deck. Seven reasons. Uh, Ray Comfort back in the house. Oh, good. This isn't the one where he does Kung Fu yet, is it? No, nope, not yet. That one. This, okay. All right. This is sorry. Uh, what? There's a kung fu movie with Ray Comfort. Are you lying to me? I'm not lying to you. It's not out yet. Don't tease me. It's gonna happen. It's not man. out yet. No, it's 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 gonna happen though. Okay, we're going to that premiere. We're doing red carpet. We're getting a goddamn limo. That's happening. And we're gonna get into a karate fight with Ray Comfort. Yes, sir. All right. All right. So with that to look forward to, we're going to bring episode 207 to a merciful close. Once again, a huge thanks to all the Patreon donors that help make the show go. If you'd like to count yourself among their ranks, you can make a per episode donation at patreon.com slash godawful and thereby earn early access to an ad-free version of every episode. You can also help a ton by leaving a five-star review on iTunes and by sharing the show on all your various social media platforms. And if you enjoyed this show, be sure to check out our sibling shows, The Scathing Atheist, Citation Needed, and The Skeptic Ride, available on iTunes and wherever else podcasts live. If you have questions, comments, or cinematic suggestions, you can email godawfulmovies at gmail.com. Legal services for this podcast are provided by the law offices of P. Andrew Torres. Tim Robertson takes care of our social media. Our theme song was written and performed by Ryan Slotnick of Evil Drafts on Mars. All other music was written and performed by our audio engineer, Morgan Clark, and was used with permission. Thanks again for giving us a chunk of your life this week. For Heath Enright and Eli Bosnick, I'm No Illusions. Promise to work harder to earn another chunk next week. Until then, 
We'll leave you with a Breakfast Club close. 100% of this cast went straight from this movie set to the set of a shark porn called Deep Blue Semen. (laughs) (laughs) Guaranteed. Nobody involved in this movie went on to do anything. (laughs) Same thing as what I said, pretty much. (laughs) I don't mean to be repetitive. (laughs) The couple who starred in this movie went on to write, direct, and star in a different unfinished movie about their goddamn relationship. And it's called Soul. It's called Soul, so that technically counts as a Christian movie. And we're fucking doing it. The preceding podcast was a production of Puzzle and a Thunderstorm, LLC. Copyright 2019. All rights reserved.